guys. I'm Vissy Atkins. I'm Clara Teku. And I'm Mike Slimster. And this, and this is, is Culture Unfiltered. Yes, 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 yes. It's literally three of us here together to jam, talk about hot topics and events that affect people in the diaspora and Africa all together and the culture. So, you know, Ike, what's, up? what's happening this week? Oh, this week. Well, uh, for one, Joe Biden. Okay, Joe Biden. Woo, 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 woo. As, uh, as awake Joe now, no longer sleepy Joe, uh, has won the election, and uh, the uh, the orange man has left the White House. Well, we don't know yet what the situation is, but you know, there's a struggle. We hear he's being difficult. He's being a Gemini, but it's okay. You know, it's hard to get your Gemini exes out, but usually, eventually, they leave the house. The shade. The shade. <laughs> You're right. It's true. It's true. You, you got to push us out. But yeah, yeah. You know, eventually, they're going to just get your restraining orders, get the officers. They'll be out soon okay. enough. So it's looking good right now. We have the first uh, female vice president, and she's black. That's one thing to celebrate. Uh, so, you know, and she's HBCU. Okay. Can I get a, can I get Our. a, okay. you know what we do? Uh-huh. No. I know how the vibes are. But, <laughs> but, but yeah. I feel so alienated, by the way. You said what? I feel alienated right now, but it's okay. You Continue. Know, you guys, um, for one, we know Trump was Boris Johnson's best friend. So I don't know how this looks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like so it's a little weird. It's like, hey, you know, how's it going? Like you lost. <laughs> how's your wig standing? And he's like, oh. If it's if that. <laughs> you know what, you know, Ike, your your British accent is absolutely appalling. Honestly, it really is. First it's of all, honestly first appalling. First of all, how do you do? <laughs> I was trained in Cambridge. Uh, actually, actually uh, we should do an episode um, with our English accents. No, let's right. try it. Let's I try it right today. now for like oh, today. two minutes straight. And I'll put my most British accent on and we'll continue yeah. conversing in this manner. No, well, you do your American accent. I like your accent. I like your accent. You do your American accent and we'll do our English accents. I don't have an American accent, unfortunately. Okay. Um, Oh, that's quite appalling. <laughs> wait, wait, let me think. I have, to, I have to scratch my... I have to um, look through my, my the cavity in my brain. Um, um, how do Americans sound like? I don't really know. They just... Don't, don't, don't make us redneck. You could, I mean, you could give us... Um... Give me an example. Give me an example, please, and I'll, I'll make you. Um, I, I love Tabasco songs. <laughs> I got Wait. hot sauce. I got hot sauce in my bag. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Channel it. You got it. I love it. Fail. It's the fail. Wait. I, 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 I love Tabasco sauce. 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 Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. say 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 water. Water. Yeah. Can I water and sauce, please. There, there you go. go. Oh, no, see, we don't even say please. That's too much. 
So please, it's too polite. Too way too polite. Can I have some water and sauce? How about how about let us yeah, water
conspiracy theories as people that don't think in conspiracy. I like to call conspiracy theorists alternate thinkers because sometimes I dibble, you know, I dabble in, in that, right? Sometimes the conspiracy theories aren't like too far left, can't lie. Well, yeah, true, true, they're not too far left, but it's just sometimes. And sometimes they may be the truth. So sometimes they may, they may be the truth, understandably so. It's so just, if they're it's the little... truth, why can't he endorse it? Yeah, but the problem is his truths are not founded on science or fact. They're just what he thinks to be the truth. That's a dangerous space to be in for anyone. Even if you're okay. a conspiracy theorist, conspiracy theorist, even for conspiracy theorists, when you, when you ask them, why do you believe this thing? They pull up links, right? They pull up things. Yeah. You ask Trump why he believes this thing. He's like, I just know. No. <laughs> just no. That's a dangerous place to be. It's you know, it's nobody nobody should be there as a nation. Nobody with that much power, no. Agreed, 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 agreed. And I think I I, I was just sipping my tea and I just thought about um male hip hop artists and how they decided to like jump into the the race. It's so funny because I saw this list of um Somebody from the Trump campaign had shared a list of people that they that the Trump campaign wanted to reach out to to connect with like the younger black demographic. And it was so funny. They had like Cardi B on there. They literally had Rihanna. They had um, just like a bunch of people and like the celebs that did accept that money to like to, to endorse this man. It's like. I mean, uh, well, uh, well, I feel like we we haven't been honest with ourselves for a while in hip hop because we always make this mistake and we've we've talked about it, but we never actually took it seriously. Um, yes, some of these people are from the streets when they first start out. That's cool, but like eventually they get to that tax bracket where they're no longer your peers. These are not like, in the words of Chris Rock, like his neighbor, his neighbors are now celebrities. Like his neighbors are like rich white dentists and mm-hmm. rich therapists and doctors. Like we don't have the same problems anymore. I don't have the same problems as Chris Rock. Chris Rock is dealing with a different issue entirely. That's trying to secure his millions of dollars. He looks like me. He talks like me, but he just, it's just not the same income, you know? And I feel like we make that mistake with a lot of the figures we have in hip hop. It's like in age. And I think in finances, a lot of the people, the current generation looks up to these, these are men who are dealing with their 401k, not even 401. I don't even want the 1% deal with, but like, I know, right? Right. They're dealing with like a shit ton of investment portfolios, uh, a shit ton of assets, like, and they're in their 40s or late 40s, right? Early 40s or late 40s. This is nuts. (laughs) They could give two shits. I I just think this is the first election that they had to come out and say in the open. Mm -hmm. Normally, they would just, you know, vote who they had to vote for. But like, I feel like I, I get it, honestly. If I had a Ferrari in my parking lot, and I had like a two or three houses around the United States. Oh, and a couple God, of you support Trump, y'all. Listen, don't let you know, I get. I'm, I'm not saying I do. I'm not saying I do, but I'm saying at the end of the day, that's what you, that's what we're here to do. Let's not offer ourselves. Human beings are here to defend their own. So at the end of the day, that's the main goal. But a lot of you are also saying that Trump was trying to investigate pedophilia and a lot of these like liberal celebrities were trying to hide. And that's why they were so against Trump. And that's one conspiracy theory that I kind of believe. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. What's the conspiracy theory now? I don't the think Trump's it's a conspiracy theory. Is it the Trump's government? Trump's uh, Trump's uh, Trump's government um, was trying to. They were very. They were harsh on uh, the pedophilia convictions, and basically, like that's the reason why a lot of these liberal, uh, top-notch guys were against them. 
because he was going to out them for their indecencies. No, not even just out them. He wasn't going to, he was going to give executive orders on judgments for them. Like he wasn't going to be like, let's have a hearing. Let's, he was going to be very. Brash with it. Good. As he should. If it's true. As he should. Uh, as he should. I'm not even going to I'm not even going to but, but that's, that's the tough thing about politics, which makes me not ever want to have anything to do with it. It has too many gray areas, right? The the spectrum of morality in politics is very like, you know, because it's like you you want to do good for the people, but the the tool and the people that you want to use to do good at the end of the day are like the same. Uh, how do I put it? The same uh, orchestrators of evil. So it's like it's weird. Yeah. It's a weird place to be. It's layered. Yeah, it's layered. It's layered. It's layered. No. I, I think what most of me not that I'm like. I'm not really well versed when it comes to politics and especially politics that's outside of my country, even though you guys' politics definitely, definitely, definitely affects not only us, but like the whole world because you guys are like super powerful. Um, but I was just like, this is me tapping into my alternate thinking vibe. Um, obviously we know that Trump has positioned himself and has done actions and has said things that are vile that are like he's basically like a prick like he's honestly not like the best human and he's kind of portrayed that to himself portrayed he's been true to that throughout his whole reign yeah but I was just like maybe he may not be like the baddest guy and maybe this is these are all just maybes right alternative thinkers conspiracy maybe the media has seen, all right, cool, this guy's actually a prick, right? He really just cares about, he's really conservative and he wants the rich to be the rich, which has been a thing that's been happening from day dot, right? It's not anything new. But he's on it and he's being really true to it. So let's pick this and use this against him and blow it like way out of proportion and allow everyone to attack him for this so we can sneak someone that they do like and the devil that they don't know in and then they'll regret allowing the devil that they don't know into power and this devil that they don't know comes into power and infiltrates like or orchestrates the new world order and you will be like in tits okay busy um see uh, see uh, i can there's very there's very there's very high hints of left behind in these <laughs> see now now you go conspiracy theory extreme there's mm -hmm. very high but the thing is okay so like if we're constantly i feel like at some point right if we're constantly expecting this big bad boogeyman who's supposed to be New World Order or or these secret chips or Mark of the Beast, all the things that people who support Trump fear, ultimately fear, right? How so what where's the room for human optimism? Where where do we where oh, do no, we it's, not, it's not that we're not optimistic? You just have to be real with yourself. And you can yeah. see the timeline. We're going into a whole sort of thing right now, but you can see. Yeah. In the with this whole vaccine, what the hell does Bill Gates want to do with vaccine? By the way, why is he trying to vaccine the whole world? What's his business there? So my thing is, so, so, we're doing track so, and trace. So we've had we've had three major we've had three major like outbreaks, right? In the entire time that the world has existed. So the other two times, right? They had vaccine. Who was their Bill Gates? <laughs> See, I mean, this is, these are questions. I'm sure have. it was someone in the medical field, not right. yeah. someone yeah. who was in IT. Tell these questions, like when we come with these conspiracy theories, like I'm pretty sure those what was the previous one? I'm gonna get Google up right now because when people uh, question me and challenge me, I have to come back. So, what was the what was the <laughs> what was the outbreak? Was it the outbreak before? Uh, 
Spanish flu. Spanish, Spanish flu. flu. Was it Barbie? Was it was Barbie? No, it wasn't Barbie. Swine flu. Swine flu was deadly, yeah. but it wasn't as deadly enough to like. Spanish flu was because uh, that happened in World War One, World War Two, World War One, I, I think, and it was wiping out millions of people. So I think, but you have to look at what exactly they were dealing okay. with, and these people had okay. no science was not there yet. Okay. At yeah. medical school in Boston, Timothy Leary, a professor of bacteriology and pathology, developed another something, baculus vaccine. He was his was developed from three locally isolated strains, and it was heat killed. So technically, there's no, 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 no. Basically, they just mixed vaccines from influenza. Thank you, thank you. So correct something. So put Leary, right? Put Leary. Yeah. In today's paper, Larry's not Bill Gates, bro. No, oh, come on, bro. bro. If, if Bill Gates is Bill Gates because of Microsoft technology, yeah. not healthcare. But, yeah, but this he's got money. I give yes, him that. But, but what this, is his business with healthcare? But basically, the basic foundation, the basic foundation of your beliefs or, or these worries and these fears are that someone with enough power and enough knowledge constructs something and they're ultimately rooting for the demise or the new world order or the control of the population. Now, if Larry was in this time, he would be this person in the papers. They would say Larry has mixed three things or whatever the hell he experimented with, right? And Larry is sort of trying to control the human populace. No? Nope. You don't think so? Nope. But I do feel like, I mean, I, there are people in Big Pharma that don't put their names on things. There had to have been somebody with a lot of money funding that type of research. Yeah, of course. Of it course. Had, we also have to put into consideration that we have watched a lot of TV. A lot of, a lot of TV. And so? As a huge comic book fan, I'll tell you this. There are a lot of possibilities I've thought, thought of day to day that are not true, that just too ridiculous to even be a real thing. No. And I feel like that's how, when it happens, you'd be like, swear down, this is what Bish was saying on episode three of Culture Unfiltered. And she was just like, yo, basically, they were sneaking in the new world order and Antichrist, and it was all true, you won't be prepared because you're like, optimism, and like, they can't do it because I've watched too many movies. No. No, no, and when that happens, and when that happens, we'll have new things to face, new challenges. That's just what it is. It's life. Come and see something. I can't believe it. Because, <laughs> because, because the fears, the fears that people are on your trajectory are, are like, yeah. like, there is no solution. We want to believe you guys. We do. No, of course, there's a solution. What is what? I just, I just, I don't think a vaccine. I don't think a vaccine. Because I don't think a vaccine is the solution right now. So, I feel like it's so, too premature to create a vaccine. I feel like you can continue doing those those social measures or whatever, right? But I feel like if they treated it well from the beginning, you don't need a vaccine to do it. And it's not mandatory. Like, no vaccine is mandatory. Let me not lie to you. So, it's not check, mandatory this. To so check this, right? You heard what you just said. If they treated it well yeah. from the beginning, we wouldn't have to be here. Trump, the big, bad, truthful guy that you just mentioned, said it was a conspiracy. You see how conspiracy got us here? I want you to, I want you to understand something. Let's see. 
this way of thinking ultimately it will be our demise. It will finish. This is what will kill us. So what are you saying? You're saying that when they when they get when they create the, the vaccine for corona, you're gonna take day, it. Anyone with power believing in conspiracy over science is dangerous. No, like, I hear that. I hear that definitely, definitely. I completely yeah. hear that. You can believe in conspiracy, but have the facts, and if you don't have the facts, Shekam will be quiet. Especially when you're a man in power and people follow you and they will listen to what you're saying. That's what I'm saying, though. But here's the thing. The new world order fear that he had is the reason why we never got a solution in the beginning. Have you seen the no. Borat movie? Have you seen the Borat movie? What? The Borat movie. Because so, in the Borat movie, he does like a little thing where he makes fun of. And it's hilarious because... In the movie, he goes to a, a Pence uh, conservative rally. And Pence, at that time, I think that would probably be like early January. At that time, Pence was in the rally and Pence said, Pence said, uh, the president has been looking at it. Right now, it's only 15 people in the United States that have the virus. And of those 15, 22 that have extreme symptoms, he was very, very, and he told the conservatives, let us stay calm. Let us not let these people with the new world order plans try to control us. What? What? That's not a little crazy to you, Bissy. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, we're speaking a lot about the US, but let's take it back to Africa because there's so much still going on in Africa. And we spoke a little bit about like the ban and everything that's going on with NSARS, but what is the update with NSARS currently? Uh, uh well, as far as we know, the last big controversy um, was uh Nollywood actor turned uh, House of Senate member Desmond Elliott um, basically uh, was seen in the House ranting and yelling about social media bill being passed, basically, which would involve supervising all Nigerian youth on social media and making sure they don't speak out against authority. Mm. And Desmond um, presumably uh, believed that we were all going to buy into his uh, very shitty Nollywood acting came on Instagram and said to everyone that he ah, he doesn't know what we're talking about. We should just assume we're so disrespectful. This is what I'm talking about. You insult us, how dare you? And in less than 24 hours, footage came out showing Desmond and you're doing the things that he was accused of. Mm-hmm. And even then, he said, if you can close to the video, this is what I'm trying to say. I want it was just a bunch of nonsense. He was honestly pushing for everything that Bissy just said, which was basically they felt disrespected on a world, on a world, on a, on a global scale. And mm. essentially that really, they felt that one hurt them the most. They couldn't believe like, uh, uh, this small, how dare you are one more day, just small kids all over the place, just shouting. They couldn't believe it. And it, it really, everyone thought like they were, they were reacting to the demands. It wasn't the demands. The demands were the least of their problems. The, mm. most, the paramount thing in their heads was the fact that people were insulting me in the streets. And I can imagine where the mentality came from. He was like, Santos are trying to speak. They cannot speak. The viral footage of someone who's trying to talk and then people were playing uh, David over his voice and telling him to get off the stage. So like those situations, they're like, I, I, can you imagine a whole governor of a state cannot speak to his legislation? And it was kind of like, that's not even the issue. That's not the case. Like if that's they not- had been doing the correct things we would respect their voices is that it's not as if we're way but it's not because the thing about i love in our nigerian culture is that we we are very respect respectable like we not respectable but 
respect is really is taught to us from young. Sure. We know how to respect our elders. We are very it's respectable the way to say it, but yeah. Respect is part of our culture, it's a deep part of Yeah, respect is a big part of our culture. So they can't now be like, you guys have no respect, right? right, 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 right. You should ask why. Why is it that everything that we've been taught? We are not applying it to you. Is because you are not worth respecting. Uh-uh. Like yeah. that. You sh- that should be your concern, not the fact that people are saying you are talking nonsense. If you're talking nonsense, you're talking nonsense, Maji. I'm sorry. Like you're gonna have to fix what you're saying, and it will be like you're talking sense because we honor those that honor is due. Like we, we rate. Like I don't know. Drop the proverbs. Drop the proverbs on. It's true. Like they need to. Yeah. They need to really come off that high horse because that would only continually result in the demise of Nigeria and the lack of progression that we have been facing for years. It's not even like it's anything new. The only thing that's new now is that we are using our voice. We're like, no, enough is enough. And when we say enough is enough, I know we don't think we're going to get the change like immediately. We know it's a process. But we're basically saying, you guys can't run this game anymore. And you felt like you could. We're going to show you that you can't. And we're going to call you out and hold you accountable when you do it, you can be blind away. And honestly, it's going to be uncomfortable for them, but they just need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because we ain't going to stop. You feel me? You sent us abroad for us to go and collect Western society norms, yeah? We've now collected it by bringing it back to make us better. You're complaining? Omar, why you send us abroad? Don't send your children abroad then. Allow us to stay in that Niger. And even, and even his choice to do that on Instagram, where you're trying to ban Instagram, but that's how you're choosing to communicate. It's so I'm like, I'm like, so, so basically the thing that you want to pass will have been the reason why you would have proven like been your proof for, of innocence. Like it just, I don't. It's foolish. It's, it's you know, but, I mean, that's where we're at until then. We just wait Again, hmm? the same way I was speaking about why Bill Gates doing vaccine. What the hell's an actor doing in the freaking house of something? How did he even get there overnight? Like, bro. No, like ability, like ability, like that's another thing. Everyone, Desmond Elliott was a was a Nollywood favorite. You know, he was the handsome guy who had very handsome speech delivery. He would always be like, "I'm here for." How does that qualify you to now impose laws and try to affect bands? Your likability on a Nollywood screen does not resonate or align with creating laws that you that's want what to every, That's what everybody said about Trump. Trump. Here we are. It's true, but still. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. So let's take it to the East, um, East Africa. So in Ethiopia, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of ethnic clashing. Um, of course, just like Nigeria and all these other countries, um, governments are not doing their job to protect citizens. More recently, um, after the passing of Irma Musician, and I'm going to read his name because I don't want to mess it up. I think it's Hakalu Hundesa, who was an Oromo artist. Um, he was killed, and it's basically erupted to be um, Oromo people and um, Amara citizens just clashing over land and over just who has the um, who has who's entitled to certain protections. And so, um, sometime this week, 54 people were killed um, when Oromo rebels, and I use the word rebels very very lightly just because I feel like rebels is just, it depends on who's speaking, you know what I'm saying? So um, Aromo uh, people who were armed, um, they attacked three villages and killed over 54 people. I think they're still counting. And so it's just sad to see that it's just different country 
different countries, same thing. Um, the government, mm. of course, has just been going through a line. There's a lot of turmoil in the Tigray region. And so because of that, you know, people are kind of just taking justice into their own hands. So sending love and light to all of our Ethiopian friends, family, um, those who have people there, because it's, it's sad. It, it's, it's hard. Sad. Yeah. And it's just like across Africa, you're still going to have that same sort of trend where they're being exploited. Like literally people's lives are being lost because of what the land offers. And if we take it to Congo, Congo, I feel like it's like a goldmine for all things, natural resources. Like they've got so many things that, that, that the whole world needs specifically well, we've got the diamonds. You guys want blood diamond, right? Uh -huh. they, they've got so much right but in terms of colton they've got colton like a lot of natural resources for colton and that's what is used for all of the, the devices the fact that i can connect to what part of the world you're in the, all of these things are phones colton is being exploited for all elect electronic devices and we have child it's not even like child slavery but they're basically I, it is child slavery they're working yeah. and working and working and working to provide well, but, but, but if you think about it, right, this is all a means to an end, right? So I think we need to start thinking about alternative, like alternative thinkers, alternative ways, right, to solve the problem of Colton or else. Because we're just going to keep bringing up the topic. We're going to keep talking about this kid. I've been talking about this kid since, See, I think, this is like 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, And we're going to keep talking about them until because we know how the market works no, right? but the thing but, is that i don't think we need god god gave us natural resources for a reason right i don't think we need to get a, an alternative resource to create our electricity i think there just needs to be lack of exploitation so if congo has got it they should be able to trade it and make money for their country why is yeah. it where they're being exploited and being stripped off if they're the source allow people to respect them as the source, their government officials or whatever it is, to create a system where we know we've got this, we know the world needs this, let us trade this fairly, let it just work like that, and then mm -hmm. the resource that's in their land will benefit them. The fact that they're in this silent holocaust and they've been there for years and people have been speaking about it for years is not because they have the Colton, it's because the way in which the Colton is being extracted from them or right. used yeah. the world yeah. so, isn't so correct then... for the only so then, thing we need to alternatively think is creating a structure that so, works for Congo that will benefit them more than it benefits right, the rest. Right, but the same problem is happening in Congo is happening in Nigeria at the same time with the Delta, right? A mm. lot of these mines and a lot of these oil rigs are owned. Mm. So how do you take away hundreds of years, not say hundreds of years, but tens of years of ownership for humanitarian rights? How it's do not you do humanitarian. That? Well, it is humanitarian, right? It is humanitarian. Once you, once you, encroach, once you encroach on a family's wealth, it becomes humanitarian. Because you're not going to go to those oil rigs and those mines and say, hey, stop doing that to the kids. And it's just going to fly. Mm. Those people hire mercenaries for a reason. There were two, I remember a couple of years ago, there were two um, journalists that were being warned. It was silent. It was like a small article. But the two guys decided to go to the Congo. They, as, as, as much as other, a bunch of other ones behind them that did the same thing. There were two Russian guys, I think. Let's just I say you're- I knew they were white. I knew they were white. I just had- Yeah. No, no, but here's the thing. They went for the good reason. They said, 
You know, they need to get down to the bottom of what's going on in Congo. They need to go figure out this Colton and get down to what's happening. Wow. Um, and then uh, within a couple of weeks, um, their bodies were found. They were, yeah, they were done. They were taken out by mercenaries. So these mines and these oil rigs, these companies, they do hire mercenaries to make sure that those camps and those places remain. And this is why hashtags, this is a different world we're talking about. Hashtags don't have a role in those worlds. You know, it's like these are men who are really harming people who come close to these mines in the jungle. And none of us are going there. I know that for a fact. We're not going to that jungle. That's why I said alternative fact, because alternative would mean you create a different market that would separate uh, Apple and all these people from that mine. Like they would now have to go, hey, but we what's don't want to the be incentive mine. to do that? Why why would they do that if they don't want to even change their ways to have that humanitarian have that humanitarian? Because whatever why? because whatever is created, whatever is whatever the alternative is that is found. These people will probably have more due process to actually make sure like human rights are still acknowledged. And then Congo can deal with Congo as it is. The same way people say like Nigeria needs to be freed of oil because oil is blinding us. Because we're, because we're, we keep thinking in oil, we're never ever going to think like logically about any of the issues. So it's going to be around oil. You put people in power because of oil. You take people out of power is because of oil. You keep, you know, you, you give out money or you bring uh, other countries to come trade with you, it's oil almost all the time. But if you create a new market, which is where like, so like a lot of the young people in Nigeria now like going into Bitcoin, right? And that's saving a lot of lives, honestly. It's saving a lot of their lives, mostly because now there's a currency that's not controlled by the Nigerian government. It's out of the power of the powers that be. It's a new place, it's a new market. You can trade and you can work, work it however you want. It creates this, and, and it's humane. No one is at risk for spending Bitcoin. Do you see what I mean? So it's like, if you were to have a, a thing where like something else was being produced, another like a, a natural metal that was helping that replaced Colton, those guys would not be left out in the open. These would now just be unemployed mercenaries rather than guys who are killing to keep the kids working on the, on the plantation. There was another girl too, an Ethiopian journalist. Same thing, she got down to the bottom of it and she supposedly committed suicide. This was like two two, three years ago, same thing, just weird. She was a she was a journalist, she had gone down to the bottom of the case, ready to turn her paper in, she just came back from Africa, she was ready. The paper was ready, the research was done. It said she was found in a hotel room and she killed herself. Doesn't make any sense for someone to close the case and kill themselves. So, and the story's wrong, her story, her story never came out. See, this is like Claire, he believes yeah. in conspiracies. I know, that's what I'm getting from this, like. I'm getting from it. You are an alternative thinker by the end of this. Here's the issue. As a former part-time journalist, the reason is these stories came to my desk, so I had to see them. So it's like, it's not even like, you can't deny it now because it's like you saw this person's life. This was a real girl with a real job and she spent her life trying to make this thing come to life. And for her to just like turn up, she had an Instagram. I'm like, yo, this is a real person. But she was so... She wasn't known enough for anybody to care about her suicide. It just seemed like another person having mental health issues. You need to send this to me. I'm so yeah, interested. Yeah. I'll, I'll, There's going to be YouTube documentaries But it's the same thing um, with the journalists who went to Congo, too. Same thing. Their bodies just came up. And, of course, it just seemed like it was two writers who ended up in the wrong place at the wrong time who just died. So it's kind of like everyone who comes close to this case dies. It's a clear case of, okay, something else 
needs to be yeah. created. There needs to be a, a a market that separates us from that those barbaric, like savage ways of like mm-hmm. dealing with mercenaries and oil rigs and and or old oil families. It's it's just like it, it. This stuff is not like it's not like a. It's not like a, it's one company. It's just Apple, and that's why people, companies like Apple can't even respond because it's like Apple is just like we're just doing business, right? Yeah. These guys that we met on that coast. To Apple, there's nothing ethically wrong with what they're doing. It's just business. But imagine someone else was introducing new metal to it, more sustainable than Colton. Come on. And I think at the like, in my opinion, it just comes down to my expectation of government. Now I have no expectations. Like if they enacted laws that protected workers, like I was just looking it up, and I think Congo's uh, unemployment rate in 2019 was 10%, and that's for people above 18. And so it's like those are people that need jobs that could be in these roles instead of having these young kids, you know, in these in these places where they're they're not protected, where it's toxic, and and where there's um. There's just no rights for them as kids. And of course those kids are just trying to bring um, money home. But if, 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 but then it's like, you expect this from the government, but the government is also trading this to make more money and they're not going to make these decisions because then that cuts into their paycheck. It's just a big clusterfuck of never ending, of never ending, um, never ending just situations that again, the, the, the poor people, the, the people at the, the, the bottom of the totem pole always kind of have to deal with the, the most, um, the, the, the most um, negative kind of like effects from it all. Okay, so, okay, let's let's talk coronavirus. Coronavirus! coronavirus. <laughs> so wait, London is, is it London? Is it all of Europe? You guys are back in lockdown and like what level of like niggas is actually staying in? What's, what's it look like there? What's the current climate? We are not allowed to communicate with people outside of your house. I'm joking. So basically, you can't travel unless you're traveling for work. Um, stay at home. You should only do essential travel to the market or to do like food shopping or to do exercise outside. Um, you can only congregate with up to six people in your own household, if that. Um, you're allowed to support bubbles. Um, that's like one other person outside of your ha- house. Um, is there anyone, or, is or anyone making sure this happens? Um, yeah, they're giving you fines. Like they're giving, let's say, gyms. Gyms are closed. Cinemas are closed. Restaurants are closed. Non-essential shops are closed. So if they find a beauty shop open or a gym open or a barber shop open, they're giving you fines, basically. Or you can be arrested for breaking the law because there's a ban. There's a ban. You're not allowed to do it, right? They imposed their... It, it came into effect on the 5th of November, which was a Thursday. And the Boris... Our prime minister told us on a freaking was it a Saturday or a Sunday? Who does that? Who, who does that? Who re- on the weekend? Boys, um, I tell you. I don't mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, I feel like it's quite ridiculous. I feel like the way for such a, a learned um, society, for such an advanced society, the way that they've been able to treat this coronavirus thing has been so backwards. <laughs> they're not using sense. They're literally purely rolling all oh, vibe. Oh, they, were follow- they were following our guys, so... Yeah, know. of course. They, they, you guys are peace and important. Not anymore, I guess it's Biden. But yep, I'm, I'm going to Biden tonight. I don't know about you, but... <laughs> yeah, but we can't, we can't, we can't. But I'm trying, I'm trying to... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a freelancer, so I can travel for work. 
Mm. So where, where are we taking off to? Because honestly, I'm, I might be packing my bags and following suit. Now I'm trying to I'm trying to go to Ghana. I'll rather be in lockdown in somewhere that's peaceful, um, that's chill. Like, Ghana is a real chill, like, go lay back, no whatever. Like, yeah, I don't want to ask for your travel dates, but uh, you didn't get to December in Ghana, is that what you're saying? Um, no, if I, if I go now, let's say, next couple of weeks, I'm going to be there until December, yeah. Really? So, dirty December. All right, fam, I see you. Yeah, I'll just take a quick flight with my Nigerian pastor to Nigeria and be like, yo, guys, we say, let's go to um, Club 57 or somewhere. Yeah. But I don't know about Nigeria for now. It's just gone. I, to be honest, I literally just want a mental reset, to be honest. I feel like this whole year has just been so, so strenuous on the mind. And there's only so much you can take being in one space. And if you're accustomed to traveling and accustomed to new environments, you've literally just been stuck in one room or yeah and now they're trying to impose another lockdown where you're going to be even more restricted oh my i can't come and die for a virus well i if the virus the virus is not killing me not saying i'm not saying corona is not real i'm not saying it hasn't killed people please guys i respect that people have really been detrimentally affected by corona so there's no joke in that people have lost their lives and condolences to that so no joke in that but the virus has not come to kill me so i can't come and kill myself in my brain because the government doesn't know how to how to regulate something well there are other societies that have experienced the pandemic and they worked with it accordingly and they've been able to move on just saying like those countries tend to be female-led just say <coughs> cough <coughs> hey and, and guess what um, guess what we here now yeah. <laughs> no but seriously seriously um there, there are better ways to 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 deal with such a, a thing um such a pandemic without detrimenting people's lives mm-hmm. like you, they, they literally just feel like they can just say oh lockdown again yeah just lock off your lives we'll give you money monthly stay indoors stay indoors like yeah. even if you think about it, and that's such a not like it's an elitist elitist thing but it's so reductionist in the thing where you're like you're assuming that people have homes that can accommodate them staying at home you're not taking into account domestic violence you're not taking into account people that aren't able to stock up food and have to go out and work i mean have to go outside you're not taking into account people that can't work from home you're not taking into account so many different things and you just say oh lockdown again Lockdown. What do you mean lockdown again? How are you just going to stop someone's life? Someone could be suffering from mental health, from depression and being all alone. People have get, committed so much suicide since Corona's happened, maybe more so than Corona even killing them off. Yeah, and, and we're not, we're not even just, telling them. It's, 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 it's so mean <laughs> that they so would do are you anti, So are you anti-quarantine? Lockdown? Anti, yeah, anti-lockdown because... So then what, what, how, how do you regulate this virus if there is no vaccine? And if when there is a vaccine, niggas like us is skeptical about taking it? I, 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 I ain't gonna take a vaccine anyway. But um, yeah. the same way that they were doing, even social distancing don't make no sense. But if you wanna wear a mask, wear a mask. And if you wanna move away from each other, move away from each other. Wash your hands. How can their mantra be, wash your, did you know wash your hand before? You know? <laughs> this thing really does hurt to me, guys. It really, it really, it you know, really yeah, me. yeah, you know, BC, just put together, please. <laughs> it's good, it it's really stresses me out. It's good it's for you, it's good for all of us. Just be great. <laughs> <laughs> no, on, on a real serious level, though, there are other ways in which they can 
regulate certain things and you don't need to lock down if you wanted to be so extreme they could have done that from the beginning and eased us off the way in which the london government have been doing it is that they locked us up for a period of time then they said come out let's let's um they did eat out to help out right so that was a scheme where they said come and eat out in restaurants Uh and we'll give you a discount on particular days to support local businesses right and then as soon as eat out to help out has finished it's gone back up they now say lockdown again and they say lockdown from november 4th to december something so we can come up for christmas right boost the economy and then they're going to put us back they're not they're they're, they're playing with our lives you know that's funny because uh I think it's interesting, you guys. You guys are so orderly, you know. You like come out to, you know. We just went out, right? And that's we, one of the we, reasons why I'm ready for Biden because at least that nigga has format, has structure. Trump is like, just, yeah, that's right. No, that's right, Claire. You're naked, I think. Like that nigga's just no, guys, guys, guys. I think we had this discussion before. Why are you guys so free willy with the M word? Why? Oh, because <laughs> niggas is free now. Are you, are you really thinking that is reclaiming your power? <laughs> yeah, reclaiming autonomy over the word. Blah blah blah. You guys need to watch Akala. I'm sorry. You need to. You need to. You need to. There's well, this guy. In the, you, you know Akala, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he spoke. He spoke about that word as well. Like all that reclaiming thing. Don't do it. Don't don't don't, 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 don't do it. Okay, well, think, you're not reclaiming anything. You matter. feel like you are, but you're not. I think it's a matter of perspective. No, it's not about okay. perspective. It's about well, perspective. I guess you can say you can say it's about perspective. It's however, about perspective. Because however, I think, I think however, it's perspective. I don't think so. Because guess what? If somebody who cured cancer came up tomorrow, I came to the Pope and said, Sup, my niggas, the cure is in the back. <laughs> I got the shit done, and niggas is out. Nobody would be like, Oh my god, I hate the way he says niggas. They'd be like, This nigga's a genius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It will not be. I feel like we say that out of the fact that just because of the fact that we think that the word only comes from a very like oh, from the ground up. Yes, it really, it really does. It really does. The word comes from a Obama, you know what Obama says behind closed doors? That's not my point. My point is that you guys, people shouldn't be saying the word. Like you shouldn't be. I don't. I. I feel like it's a warped mentality to feel like saying the word. This doing a lot of things. But here yeah, we come. But you shouldn't like at least to say you shouldn't say the word. Don't now reclaim it and rejig it to say that we are reclaiming autonomy over the word that was used to oppress us. But no. If you know it's reclaiming, why do you want us not to reclaim it? It's reclaiming. But it's not about reclaiming things because this guy calling, I was listening to him, right? So I'm going off on a tangent again, right? And there was a white lady and he was doing a conference. And a white, a white young girl, she was just like, um, in the songs, um, they, when they use the N word, um, how comes? How are we meant to behave, or what, are we not meant to say it in in the songs, or are we not meant to? Because we're not black, she was a white girl. Am I not meant to say the word, even though it's is a song lyric? Like, am I meant to just be like? Mm, 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 Mm. And then he just went into deep, like a deep level, because you're just send me, like, send me, um, send me the, send me the footage. Send me me the, I'm yeah. gonna send you the footage. I'm, I'm really, guys. I'm really even. We should put it in the credits of this. Yeah, show, no, yeah. Right? Because I want to know. Because, he said because that I'm gonna drop the word when it comes to anti-Semitic stuff, or like when it comes to um the racist words or the words that were used to oppress Jews, right? Even though the Jews have been able to repossess all of them, they position themselves in a place where those words can't be allowed if you say anything anti was it sem- semitism, semitism. Anti- yeah 
you are actually finished. You're fully finished, right? And he was like, a word like that couldn't be used on radio, but N in Paris can be played on radio. And that is a problem. And the fact that people feel like, no, I'm going to reclaim autonomy of the word. I'm just going to use it free willy as endearment to my brother. No, you're just feeding into the same thing that you guys are just using words that were used to oppress you and you feel like you doing that is reclaiming, but there's better ways to reclaim your autonomy. And that using that word makes no sense. I don't understand how it's endearing. How does that endear you? I feel like Claire and I are listening to our auntie and we're about no, we're, I'm we're getting called out. We're getting called out in the living room right now. And right? No, but answer, answer me, answer you me. How does that endear you? You don't know. You don't know. You don't. Does it? Do you feel it did? I well, I think it, it definitely is like a. My a, nigga means n e g u s niggas king. Oh my god! All right, Doctor Omar. Somebody get this nigga a Kofi, please. Oh my gosh, you guys, my head is blown. My, this is for my, my head is finished. Let's continue. You guys just continue. I mean, I don't know. For me, it's just like it's like a it's like a comfort, it's like a community thing. So like me being able to stay with my people is like. It, it, I, and I'm and you know I think I talked about this episode one like reclaiming the word ho and making it something that like is empowering. That don't make no sense to me. So then you just you're just you just don't like the reclaiming because like I think it's like for me it's no. like reclaiming something that used to be used against me negatively and turning it into like okay I'm a I'm a embrace it I'm gonna redefine it and then no. I'm gonna like no. you know yeah no. it's like saying 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 um we're gonna reclaim the word bad and make it good no oh bad is oh bad but bad oh was never well no I don't Whoa, BC, that's extreme. That is bad. Yes, it is extreme, but at, at, at the basic level, the bad you're, saying, did get you're going to reclaim the word devil and make it good. I mean, but no, people technically so What if it is niggas? I'm serious. What if it is <laughs> N-E-G-U-S? <laughs> no, honestly, that's basically, that's the fundamental thing of it. But I hear what you're saying. I just personally do not agree. I don't understand why girls call themselves bitches and be like, that's my bitch. What do you mean? No, no, but so, you don't, so you don't think, no. so you don't think. So wait, so if N-E-G-U-S originally means king or whatever, right? In uh, more, or I forgot what ancient, whatever. And let's say white people read it and they're like, look, they call themselves fucking kings. We should flip that. Yeah, fucking nigger, right? Right? Mm -hmm. And they flip that, and then we find a way back to the word somehow, right? So are and you telling me the origination of if the if it originated as a word that wasn't anything negative and it wasn't created to oppress us, right? And the yeah. original thing, like Masamusa or in the in the Mormon days, the original use of the word was created by us for ourselves, and they changed it, and then we took it back. That makes sense. However, this word. This yeah. word, this particular word you are speaking about, no, that is I'm talking, okay, so I changed, see, I'm changing it here. Mine is niggas. What's up, my niggas? <laughs> no, <laughs> I need, I need the people who are watching this. I need to know if people think like me or not, or if I'm just like, no, they do. No, to think your, no, your people are here, trust me. Your people are here. Like, do you I not hear what I'm saying? Yeah, my DMs every week complaining. How dare you even? How can't you say that? Do you no, not get it? I see them. 
I know them. I'm like, I'm like, let me show you this girl. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a real thing, and I feel like when you guys, I'm gonna send you the video, right? And when you guys actually think about it on a deeper level, right? You'll be like, raw. So you're literally just playing into their thing and you, you feel like that's endearing you, but it's not, like it's deeper than that. And there's different ways to get endearment rather than using words that were used against you, straight crime. Like, Do you feel mm. like that's like the, the common, the common um, mindset or, or, or perspective of people, of black people in the UK towards the, towards the word nigga? No, 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 no. I feel like they sing, they sing it anyhow anyway. Okay. Um, I feel like Americans do use it more like it's more in their lingo. Uh-huh. Um, and in the UK, we'll just be like, yo, bro, yo, sis, you all right? How you doing? Hey, girl. Hey, sis. Like, yo, bro. Hey, guy. We won't be like high-end. Like, don't make no make no sense. Like, to me, anyway. Not in my circle of friends, because I'll be like, I even had this conversation with one of my girls. And she's like, no, it's endearment. I'm like, yeah, endearing rubbish. Are you a dear? Yeah, Are you yeah. a dear? And we had a proper argument. And I won the argument at the end. But I'm going to win it with you guys. And by the time we're finished this season, you guys will not be saying it. By the grace of God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, guys. Music. Yeah. Obviously, my guy, my really, really cool guy, Wizkid. He dropped an album. He dropped an album, right? Called Made in Lagos. It is his fourth studio album. And it is lit. Like, it is so lit, it's unbelievable. At first, yeah, I'm going to ask you what you guys thought about it, right? But at first, when I when I listened to it, I, I came in with the expectation that it was going to have a lot of African or traditionally, more traditionally African sounds because of the title being called Made in Lagos. So I felt like he was going to take us back to the album Isle where he had, like, the Femi Kutis on it and he had, like, the Jaye Jaye and he had, like, all of these things where the instrumentation was very traditionally African. You can hear the beats, you can hear the drums, you can hear the rhythm that is Africa. But then when you listen to Made in Lagos, you're just like, yo, this is a grown and sexy vibe. Yes. He's all coming, showing that he's evolved. Not only evolved, but he's trying to, like, Tell all the ladies to gyrate, give them the wickedest wine, talk about true love, talk about reckless behavior. I was just like, whiskey baby. I, I loved it. I loved it. I, I think it, it was definitely it's definitely a, a more mature sound, a more mature whiz. And like I'm not saying that that's not what I wanted. Um, and again, my expectation made in Lagos was like it's gonna be very tribal, very, very like. Um, like his last projects, but I'm happy with it. I'm very, very satisfied with what has come out. And I'm honestly so excited for the visuals to see like- You where- see No Stress, the video for No Stress. No. no. So it I- came out the day after the album came out. I'm telling you, his team are like on point. And the video is, is, is just so succulent. I'm just, but then I'm I'm like, oh, I feel like I should be the captain of Whiskey FC because I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. This just is, I'm, know I'm like, yet. where? Because you st- we started. I'm like, where do we come in? Where, where, what's the part? What? No, sorry, you can take the floor now. What do you think of the album? Are we been, are we, how do we critique this album when it sounds like you've been paid to see? How how? <laughs> Is this an endorsement? Is this affiliate? No, I, I ain't got Whiskey money yet, but Whiskey yeah, my G. Sorry, continue. <laughs> right, the album. Oh man. Okay, Whiskey. Woo! What a guy. Great album. Good vibes. Good vibes. I feel like you know one of those things where it's like you don't want to say the wrong thing because you don't know the endorsement that might come in the future. I don't know. Maybe I'm. I'm maybe we might collab. No, be honest. Be honest. Be honest. 
you know, I I make beats. I want me to be on my beats one day. So it's not like I can just say. Yeah. No, but you can because his previous album, I wasn't feeling it. I was like, what do you do? In my head, I was like, what was that? What is sounds from the other side? Behave yourself. Don't do that. Oh, oh this actually, one. I thought that was on the other side was a vibe. I know why people didn't like it because I was like, the album is called Sounds from the Other Side. Why are you mad that the sounds are from the other side? You people, yeah. <laughs> people are not really the guy who literally says everything. He couldn't guide you any further. It, I don't know what you wanted him to say, like, hey, try other things. No, 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 no. <laughs> what did you what did you want the guy to say on the title? Like it is people were like, ah, it sounds just it sounded too different. I said, oh. yeah, how many nah. ways can you word? <laughs> Sounds from the other side. I don't understand. Yeah. But this album, I just thought that the amount of time uh, that he took and the amount of, like, I thought he was going to finally be, like... I mean, I don't expect... I feel like we should not project what we think an artist should be onto the artist. Artists can be whatever they want to be. I feel like the amount of time that he took, I feel like we're going to hear more um, more life. You know, more, mm-hmm. more storytelling, more content, mm-hmm. more... Just more of what an artist is supposed to be, which is basically a telling of the times or telling of your perspective of the times. And mm. That's questionable, right? You, you, you do music, right? So I think it's quite casual. It, it depends on the type of artist that it is. Like not right. every artist is set up to be that person who storytells. For example, Ade Kunle is a really good storyteller. And then um, Burner Boy is very conscious and he says stuff that are really conscious. Mm-hmm. Winsky's really been a lot about the vibes. Like if you think about the content and the lyrical content of him, right? He just repeats phrases and he right. just does it. Adikunle does vibes too, but you have to listen to what Adikunle is trying. Adikunle is doing vibes. Adikunle is saying basically like, oh, this is what's happening. The government is this. The people are this. But my life is this, right? It's still vibes. Or he's saying this girl is whining like this. This girl is moving like this and I'm feeling like this. That's the thing. It's a description or an artist painting a picture or the situation, whether it's vibes, whether it's political, whether it's conscious, whether it's just chilling. My problem, my only hindrance here with whiskey the situation is because it's always, uh, you know, you know, it's just, it's, it's kind of always, it's kind of like, it's almost like if you listen to every single lyric, it's the same party that he's talking about. So it's kind of like, at some at some point, it's kind of like, okay, I guess maybe I'm just listening, I'm just listening and vibing to producers. At, yeah. at some point. At some point. Yeah, yeah like that. that's now, very like, true. Okay, where is your contribution and how do you, like, like, you see, I don't want to compare. I doing this because I don't want to. But you see how you're running that FC? I got my own FC too, but I don't want to say Oh, is, it burning burning? Burning? is it? No, is it? Is it? We can take it if you want to take it. Let's go. Listen, yeah. I don't want to take it there. No, but speak with your chest, okay? Yeah, big man. Speak with your chest. Use the bass that is in your throat and say what you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> face, 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 speak freely. Speak freely. I want to attack you. I want to hear you out for real. Yes. <laughs> I think it's Burner Boy. <laughs> okay, okay. So if we're talking about Burner Boy, right? What were you saying, Burner? I like Burner. Oh, I think Burner's a great artist. I think it's just like it's always like it's like you hear tonal inflections, you hear accent manipulation, you hear. But wait, are we comparing Maiden Lagos to Twice as Tall? Yeah. Question. No, I'm not, I'm not comparing albums. I'm just comparing um, what artists bring, right? 
And even if you're going to be one thing, just be that thing well. <laughs> it's not too much to ask. It's just like, if you're going to be one thing, like, I don't feel every single one of Brennan Boy's songs, but like, when Brennan Boy comes, he's like saying, this is a picture I'm painting. Whether I'm saying I don't give a fuck, or I give too much of a fuck, or I'm saying I'm talking about love and sex, I'm talking about my niggas, I'm talking about life. It's still a picture. No. I think, yeah, he does that. He does that well. But I feel like Wizkid does what he does well. And Wizkid does what he does. Kind of like, is 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 disputable to say the best man. But I think Wizkid does himself really well. And that's why he is Starboy. That's why he has too many hits. That's why he will remain Starboy. Like, not to say that other people aren't great in their, in themselves. But Wizkid is Wizkid for a reason. And I feel like even though he took his time with this album and he didn't really deliver maybe to many people's expectations what they were expecting from him as an artist, what he did deliver in terms of production, in terms of sound, in terms of progression, in terms of all of those things was A1. Like literally A1. And yeah, he you was know, uh, that's, that's the thing. I'll give you, I'll, I will say I agree with you on that. So I feel like a lot of artists are not giving credit for executive producing their their albums. We only give them credit for performance and performance is not the only thing that usually happens on these albums because you have, you also have the, uh, the, the ear, right? Because you're listening to hundreds and thousands of producers and you're saying, this is what I want to get to the people. You're going to pick like nine of these guys and say, hey, this is the sound I want. This is the synth. This is the drum. This is the thing. I want you to do this thing. I want you to do that thing. You Sometimes you don't even, you don't even pick a sound. You say, hey, I want this person to come in the studio with me and I want to work. I want PJ, I want whoever, just come in the studio and let's work for two, three hours and your ear has to like select whatever PJ yeah. is giving you. So yeah, yeah. you don't give him credibility for that. He did that brilliantly. Even the, right. the level of artistry that he had to collaborate. What? It yeah. was crazy. Have you listened to the album Chop the Ball? No, not Chop the Ball. I feel like that's why, that's why we're having this conversation. As a musician, you, with your music ear, listen to it top to bottom. You won't even want to skip anything, by the way. Just saying. that. I'm I mean, also, you know, I'm, also, I really loved, um, what was the video? He didn't take credit for it because he gave it more to his group, but like I still feel like he, it should have been his. Um, uh, the, the one that has a um, blow on it. Uh, the EP? Yeah. Um, Soundman. Soundman, uh, yes. Soundman, yeah. Yeah. Soundman, he called it. He called it like a like in the whole the label. Right? Yeah. Right. All this stuff, but, but uh, that, uh, that's true. See how that? That's no. This is better than Soundman, though. Big by far. It is no. Like honestly, it is. I am. I am. And you need to listen to it top to bottom and then come back to me. I'll, 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 I'll take another go, but like Soundman is like, uh, uh-uh, like you know. This is this is baby Jim. Yeah, no, this is that. This is way yeah, There was a lot. I also feel like I feel like Made in Legos. I feel like Made in Legos. The album gave us what we needed in quarantine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I'm trying to think of an album that's been dropped. That's like, I need to be in a club. I need to be hearing this. Like, even like like African Giant. If that had came out during quarantine, I it would have been it would have been bad because we wanted to be out and about. I think Made in Lagos gave us like the growth, gave us the yeah. vibe that we need to like be in the house and you know why. And so I think it, it was brilliant in that in that instance. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, listen to think, So do you guys think it'll stand the test of time? Yeah, I feel like these these particular songs, <clears throat> True Love. 
featuring produced by Jules, featuring projects and Tay Iwa. Blessed featuring Damian Marley. Yeah. Oh. Blessed is so 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 spiritual. It's just like damn, damn, mm. damn. Mm. Um, and then obviously Ginger will have to do that because is Wizkid and Burner. Um, obviously I feel like their collaboration could have been way better. I don't think I don't think I was like that was not the producer for them to work with I don't nah. think I think the producer was the wrong element I feel like they should have been with somebody on um somebody on the smoother side not as not as party 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 Somebody no, but it. even even if they did party, 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 and they went with a producer who produces, it begins with the name L. Lyric, 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 lyric. Yeah, lyric. but lyric, lyric is experimental though. Lyric would yeah, have so taken if, it somewhere if else. If they went with lyric, because lyric understands Burner's voice really well. I think it's lyric. I think that's his name, sir. Yeah, um, lyric. And Burner's tone really well. And Whiskey, he can actually do whatever he wants really because he's voice. I just saying, I think it would have been a way better. You know, Claire, Claire, I want you to know this. Like you're about girls. HBC is Yoruba girls. They daydream and like they have fantasies about whiskey all day. It's just, it's, uh, oh my no, god! Listen, I don't, I don't like sugar guys. Whiskey is like really small. Whiskey is really small. That's why I, I put him in the friend zone before we even like relate. Like that's really the thing. Every, every but every Yoruba girl's father I've ever met, they usually whiskey type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she really. Whiskey is really small though. He's really smart. I feel like he's like five foot one, maybe That's five foot two, tall. and he's slim. He is, he is. But he said he said his account is big, you know. Hey. Of course, no. But you know what works for Wizkid? He's got charisma for days. He's just like his source is like unmatchable. Like, like he doesn't need to say anything. Just do this. He'd be like, damn, Wiz, what did he do? Okay. He'd be like, I got too many hits in his voice. Wizkid's got too. And everyone be like, ah. <laughs> His packaging is well. Claire, Claire, you see what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm in support. I feel it. I feel it. Sometimes it's like the drip speaks for itself. Like the drip, the, the personality, and like, granted, if you're if you're short, you have no choice but to like have a personality. But it's nice that at least he he it's it's a it's a it's a good one and not like a what is it? What's that? What's that short man syndrome that they be saying? Napoleon. Yeah, no. So, so, so basically, he had the Tory lanes. Yes, yes, it's it's two totally I different. Tory Lanez was your guy. Wasn't your Tory Lanez your guy? That wasn't hey, guy. You said it would be your man. This is what you want to do. This is what you want to do. Is it episode one or episode two? It was two. If you think I'm happy, this is where you want to finish my career. This is what you want to do here. Okay. The, the I'm the sorry. Ice, no, ice clear, clear. The, the ice is over. Party coming soon. That's that's what I'm saying. Trending this week. Sorry. The what? The ice slimster is canceled. Party this week. Yeah, you know? uh, that's what we trying to do here. Please, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, take you out. Is, <laughs> it never happens. I don't know what this is talking about. We are going to transition to listener letters. One of our oh, favorite yeah. parts of the show because it's so much fun um every week we attempt to give some real advice for real life scenarios um sent in by our friends by you guys uh so if you guys want advice if you guys want wisdom um on anything send us your questions send us your stories to culture unfiltered show at gmail.com let's get into it 
Okay. So our first letter says, well, it's titled Dirty 30. Okay. Um, and we were just talking to Adekunle about being 30. So I, I'm, it's late. Yeah, I think Adekunle is like 32 now, 33. I don't know. But he said that he started life at 30. But yeah, what's the Yeah, thing? life about 30, yeah. Mm, okay, so this says this time next month, I'll be turning 30 and I'm having a hard time processing how quickly this new decade has arrived. If I'm honest, I have no husband or kids and I'm really just starting my career. So I feel like I'm behind. I really feel like I should have things already figured out by now. Am I putting too much pressure on myself? How does the world view 30 year olds? Should I be settled down by now? Does 30 hit different for men than it does for women? <laughs> There's so many questions in that. Well, uh, as someone who just turned uh, 30, I'll tell you this, right? Wise At first, at first, I was like, oh, everything fell. <laughs> the careers, the dreams, the hopes, everything has failed. My life is worthless. I didn't have anything before. And then mm -hmm. um, eventually, you kind of see the light. It's just like a... I don't know, it's like a withdrawal that you go through then to come out like better and stronger. So it's like you at first, um, I'm not even wanting to say this, I don't think I'm even out of it yet. <laughs> but but at first you go through all these emotions about all the things that 30 could be and then you realize that none of them are even yours, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you're not there yet, it's probably because you lived your life in a way that didn't wasn't heading in that direction. Everything that you're worried about probably wasn't thing, weren't things that you wanted in the first place, or like you just expected to have because you saw it. And I remember I don't I didn't even think about it until I saw it on a, on a TV show. I was like I saw a guy and he was like he's 35 and he has kids and he has one. And I started thinking about it and I was like this is but these are not my thoughts. I'm watching it and I want it. I desire it because it's on TV, but that's because this is what it should be. This is what I'm told it should be, but it's not the same case for everyone. Everyone doesn't have that story. Some people are happier at 40. Some people are happier at 50. You know, it goes at different levels. Some people, the people, all the things that you think that you should achieve now, some people do those, those things at 30, and then they spend 10 years unhappy and then find out that they got their happiest at 40. It's Life is tricky, especially when you come to those middle stages. That 25, I think that 25 to 45 so far, because my dating spectrum has never been very limited, it's been very quite. You know, I'm on a range. This guy. <laughs> because of that, because of that, I've seen the perspective of everyone from the 50s to the 20s. So it's kind of like seeing all those perspectives and seeing all these like, like views on life and understanding that no one, no gap is even satisfied. Some people will have the kids and the husband and then say that like they had to leave it all because they just weren't even themselves. They weren't even in it. Some people will have maybe the kids, but no husband and feel unhappy. Some people will have all of the youth, all of the beauty, but desire all of the kid and all of the husband. And it's it's a mess. It's just, we all just, we're all just trying to get these things that we've projected on ourselves. And it just, in the end, causes us to be unhappy and look at everything we have as less than. But I just came to the point where I had to realize that I had to count my blessings and the things that I consider to be successes. I always wanted to be an artist. I always wanted to live in New York City. Those things, have happened, are happening. But in the end, I ignored that to look at, oh, I always wanted to like drive that car or be with this kind of girl or go to these kind of, but those things were not me. They're not me. That's why they're not here. And that's just the bottom line. But where is my happiness rooted? What do I live with day to day that keeps me 
optimistic and chipper. It's being able to do my work and being able to live in the city that I live in and do what I want to do effectively, you know? So if you're able to do that, that's the first step. Goals and all those other things, if you believe in life and fate, let's let all those things be organic. Let them happen with life. Don't force it because that, that just backfires at the end of the day. But if you believe in structure and you believe in projecting things into reality and just like, then go ahead, you know, enter the dating profiles, say that you are looking for someone with this job, you're looking for someone with this build, and you're looking for a life like this and see how that works out for you. But I say that to say this, wherever you are at now is where you're meant to be. Live it fully because it doesn't last forever. Okay. There's an old saying, I feel like everyone's heard this quote, you're only as beautiful and as uh, and as exuberant and as you are now. This is the only time you would ever be this beautiful and this young and this refined. Every year you're getting older, you're getting closer to the end. Now is your most cherished moment. Just, you know, take it in. It's 30. You're here. Aww. You know? That was beautiful. That was. <laughs> I Thanks, guys. I can't wait to rewatch this when I turn 30 and be like, <laughs> Ike says I'm going to be okay. You're going to yeah. be okay. We're all going to be okay. It's not, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, and I, I don't actually think there's too much to add to that. And I feel like um, just in terms of just getting to a new age, is my birthday actually real soon, by the way. You guys sending me gifts, by the way. It's 11-11. Ooh, that is a very cute date. Well, can I, can I go a little bit deeper? Basically, yeah. I'm going on the 11th of November mm-hmm. at 11 o'clock, and I was labored for 11 hours. Shut up. I'm so special. So, so I see where the conspiracy theory started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From birth. From birth. No, 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 no. Um, no I I'm Well, like my destiny is so, is so bright. It's mad. You know, I see little busy reading yeah. She said, one, 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 one. Mommy? <laughs> Mommy? <laughs> Why are there so many ones? <laughs> oh no that's so that's that's actually funny um but yeah <laughs> um at every when you enter when you're entering a new phase or a new year you always not like reflective we always like oh i could have been here or i could have done that or based on societal norms or pressures that you face either in family or with seeing everything going on outside especially on social media because people portray this not fast life but oh my gosh they bought a house at 22 and is this big look at my keys or i got a tesla at 25 or i I've only had my business open for two months and I've raked one million. There's like all of these things. And even though they may not be um, projecting their their pressures on you, you kind of subliminally, unconsciously take that into your mind as well. Like, oh, they were able to do that at such a young age. Why haven't I? And when it comes to like marriage and when it comes to like kids and when it comes to like all of these things, if you take that into account instead of running your own race and looking at your own life and living the moment that you are in now, I'm not saying you shouldn't plan for the future, you shouldn't have dreams or aspirations, you miss out on living and now. Like we spoke to Kunle earlier and Kunle was just like, yeah, just live your life. Live, live, live. If you have the means to do it, just live it and live it fully like you said I and I feel like we do kind of miss that when we're always looking at tomorrow and the funniest thing that we're always looking at tomorrow but tomorrow isn't promised so why can't we just focus on the now and it's easier said than done because I've been bit into it a lot like I put a lot of pressure on myself with regards to presenting with regards to 
where I'm going to be, when I'm going to be someone's mom, when I'm going to be someone's wife. I, I put a lot of pressure on myself, especially with career progression. Um, and with presenting as a female as well, like looks and youthfulness are very, very important, especially with the type of presenting that you're doing, unless you want to be like a newscaster or on right. like sky or so all of these things are contributing factors and then you have that african the woman's got a body clock <laughs> you have all of these things playing into play um so i can't say she's wrong for feeling like she's left behind in terms of because her peers maybe are have bought their houses have got married do have their first kids um but she, what she needs to understand and i'm assuming it is a she um that you have to run your own race and timing is everything and God's time for you is what's most perfect. So just work on being your best version and work on being your best self in this moment right now and see what kind of lessons you can learn in the places that you are right now. If it's a perspective shift, if it's uh, just understanding and trusting the process, if it's just being fully yourself in this moment in time, you can learn so many things in operating in the now instead of focusing on tomorrow because that will take away from that will take away the joy of today and you just be like very upset you know and I'm saying that from experience because all this week I was just like bro yo it's your birthday soon have you even achieved what you needed to achieve but it's like what is it that I needed to achieve? Start looking at things in retrospect. How far have I come and what do I have? Not what could I have? How far have I come? How much have I grown? And what is it that I have right now that I can be so grateful for? Because every new year is, is, is a blessing. Every day, every moment, every second is a gift. And we should really cherish it like that instead of wasted, instead of squandering it, just being like not hopeful for the future, but sad that we're not where we wanted to be. Because like I said, where you are right now is where you're meant to be. And you just have to make the most of that and learn what you need to learn from this moment. Yeah, plan, of course, for the future. Plan, plan, plan. You need to plan. But live in today and it will serve you better. And do does she also asks, does 30 affect men more than it affects women? Does it hit different? Yeah. Um, I feel like... I feel like it depends on what she's, it depends on what she's, why she's asking that. So if it becomes like, let's say, for example, we're going to talk about dating, right? Um, I feel like 30 for a guy isn't that old. Quote, I'm not saying 30 is old in general for a woman or a guy, but based on society. No, I, think, norms, I think I think men do the same thing that women do. Sorry, same thing that women do. Men just do the more bravado, the egotistical thing version of women it's like women are more vocal like this like hey it's 30 like oh my god like you know everything's not working but like men this part of us it's, oh my god it's 30 everything's not working it's like <clears throat> suppress that shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even with that wow. like it, with the dating thing or just suppressing it like if you're 30 you can date someone that's 25 24 if you want right and i know but you've got like a, a range right but when when a woman gets to 30 she may be like like there's not people won't really seek her as an option or as the first option because she is on the older side, not saying that he's older or because I'm, I'm it's not even on the older, it's just much more, it's actually much more because of this. It's, it's because more of what? the anxiety, the age anxiety, because she's still dealing with age, age anxiety. Yeah. It's not primarily because of you and the older, it's more like just the fact but, that the worries, the worries are different. 
when, yeah, exactly. when you would be able to, you're doing someone who's 24, 25, when you're able to just do like a, you know, just pop in, pop out, surprise, surprise out, like versus someone who's kind of like, hey, I'm 32, you can't just do that. It's kind of like, whoa, every day, like, are we going <laughs> to, you're going to run through the fact that you're in the 30s every day? Like, <laughs> but is that how it is? I don't think that's how it is. Is that how it is for ladies out there? I'm, I'm in it. <laughs> Yeah. As someone who's in it, I'm telling you, women in like that, it's it becomes like a, and men are just kind of like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. But it's like, for me, I always say like, it's a little weird to say that you find women your age group more difficult. So you go to younger, it's just like, it's a bit R. Kelly-ish. But it's true, it's true, it's true, it's true, it's true. It's kind of Talking about age gap, did you guys see that picture? Sorry, um, sorry, Claire. But did you see that picture of um, Diddy and that 18 year old? No. What? Who? It was spec. It was. It was speculated that they were on a date. She was in her bikini stuff, and he was. He was in his like swim trunks aside, and they were on a date. You Wait, know what? I, honestly, people? I see it as m- money and power, man. Money and power. No, but if you think about it, he just turned fifty freaking two or fifty-one. She's eighteen, bro. Was 18. it Lori Harvey? Oh, wait, no, 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 no. It wasn't Lori. It was another new thing. That oh, looks two like days ago. I see. Oh, you're Googling it. Uh-huh, look at it. Google, baby. Google, uh-huh. um, But yeah, Claire, what do you think about Dave Faye? Um, do, sorry, what do I think about what? Dave Faye. Oh, I mean, what did Ada Kulin say? Just live. I think mm, what I realized, like, of course, we thought Corona was going to be like a two-month shutdown, but now it seems like most of us um, have celebrated a Corona birthday. And I think it's like, at this point in life, just be thankful for another day, another year, because it's definitely not guaranteed. And it's like, you know, a lot of people have had moments during this COVID time and, you know, just realize that like timelines, it doesn't matter the timeline because globally, everybody was affected. So many people had had goals to go crazy 2020 and Corona was like, absolutely not. So I think it's like, just the only thing that you can be in control of is how you decide to live your life. And so, Honestly, I heard that the um, I heard that your 30s is just like your 20s with more money and more confidence. So embrace it. You know what I'm saying? I think it's going to be a little <laughs> shock in, in, in the beginning, but it, it seems like it, there's a lot of room for embracing your new self in that new decade. Yeah. Don't worry, girl. You got it. Take your time. You you got it. You literally got nothing but time. Um, okay, numero dos, then number two. This letter says, I recently just graduated from college with a bachelor degree in journalism, and it has always been my dream to move to New York to pursue a career in entertainment journalism. I recently told my mother that I was beginning to interview with companies in New York and would be attempting to move up north within the next two months. My mother didn't take this information well and said that I was making a careless mistake by moving to a dying city. She asked what was the point of paying the high cost of rent without getting the real perks of being in a big city. I strongly disagree and this is the best time and think this is the best time to move as rent is now much slower than it usually is. Please lend some advice on what I should do. Uh, I'm the New York guy, right? So yeah, I was like, um, you go ahead. It's 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 really tricky because um you know how uh you know how uh, has that line and where he talks about how Dumbo used to be really like cheap, like so, so freaking cheap. And now you can only get a Dumbo like house for like $2 million. But back then you could get it for like $200. Like he, he, he basically like that's, I don't even think it was 200. I'm not sure. But like he basically says it was dirt cheap. And now you, 
if you invested back then, now you make millions, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of perspective. So it's like saying that New York is a dying city is assuming, right, that Corona is going to last forever and the city is not going to rebuild. And that's weird because there's a lot of outdoorsy tourist attractions that are going on. And I still see people, see people coming in with their freaking matching T-shirts, <laughs> You know, like, oh, it's like you're still, I'm still seeing these people on a daily basis, like all this foot traffic. And I'm still like wondering, like, okay, so I guess everyone's just waiting for the rent to get cheaper. And some people are just waiting for an opportunity to like grab, especially right now, the, a lot of the real estate agents are not as, it's not as racially intense as it used to be before. Now they're giving a lot more opportunities to black women. It's like, there's so many opportunities to open up. Oh, we have this, we have that. So it's like, and I'm assuming this person's a black woman. So more than likely, yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm thinking like it's 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 basically just seizing an opportunity. It's not as much as moving into a dying city, as it is just. And again, New York comes with a moral like about people. Depending on where she grew up or where she's from, if you want to change of pace, something a lot more different than what you're used to, there is some you know there is some benefit to being in New York. There definitely is. So I would say, yeah, it's a go. Um, those of us who are still in it and waiting for it, we're waiting for the rents to go down so we can move into better places. And um, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be here for a bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think um, she, she, she does come out of college. She doesn't really have that many responsibilities. So if she wants to take this risk, um, and get a job and pursue something that she loves, she should go forth and do it. I feel like her mum may have some some pushback. She'll be, she'll be receiving pushback from her mum because her mum's just like, uh, is this a wise thing? Are you really going to survive out there? Is there going to be that stability? Does it really make sense for you to do that from her own sort of ideologies and her, her own fears? And she's like perpetuating that or projecting that onto her daughter. Um, but if she goes out and she smacks it, her, do- her mum's not going to be like, oh my gosh, I know I told you not to do it. She's going to be like, yeah, well done, my daughter. So I feel like the girl should literally just go out and obviously once she's done her research and everything go on and pursue it if it doesn't work it doesn't work it's a lesson if it does work then oh my gosh it's a wish you took and you benefit yeah. nobody, so, nobody's like come on, nobody's like come on buy land in new york just move in small yeah, time just move in, pursue the job you know? like if it pays if you do that just try it try it out you're still young and you're going to make many mistakes or many you're going to learn so many lessons in life and if it's just one of them go forth and do it and you can always go back home your mom won't kick you out exactly 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 i mean i think it seems like mom is just saying that as a like coming from a place of protection wanting you to not Mm. struggle but you are young you have to chase your dreams because what i said earlier you're never going to be this young again you're never going to be this beautiful again and so if you know if if any if there's ever a time to do it now is a time when you don't have kids you don't have have a husband you've already it seems like gotten used to living away from home when you were in in university and um Mm -hmm. new york is a place of opportunity like it's a place of hustle and bustle do your research know what you're stepping into and set yourself up for success you know the beautiful thing is like like busy said you can always go home you can always Mm -hmm. tell mom you know what i tried it and it didn't work and and also just be aware that it might not work the first time you might have to go feel it out and then go back home save up some money and then return to New York now with like a new perspective of how life works but yeah definitely um that's an that's an opportunity and for entertainment like if you know here in the U.S. it's either New York or New York or LA so mom I'm I'm assuming might be African she might not understand it but Mm -hmm. if you have done your research 
and you're prepared to, to do it then. Do it, sis or bro. Do it, do it sis or bro. Um, or them. I don't know. Gender. Gender equality. Gender equality matters. Okay. And then our last, last uh, letter for today. This one said, I've been dating a guy for six months now, and I would say that I've fallen head over heels for him in such a short time. We are currently dating long distance, and it has worked up, it has worked out fine up until now. For the past two weeks, my guy has either been too slow to respond to my messages or straight up ghosting me. I'm making up all types of excuses in my head for him, but I know the truth. I believe he needs space, but my friends are telling me to be honest with myself about the signs and that he is no longer interested in me. What are some red flags that shows someone is just not that into you? And when is a good time to just let go? It's up to the guy, isn't it? Our resident, our resident fuck boy. Go ahead. Wow. I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, that didn't come out of my mouth. Sorry. You know, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm an angel. Okay, don't let the don't let the earrings fall. Sorry, our, our wholesome king, our wholesome king. Uh, wholesome you, right? king. I like that. Our wholesome king, right? Uh, our righteous niggas, you know? Um, no, nah, this dog, though. This dog just keeps on barking. Where's this dog from? So, sorry, around. It's not even... New York, right? New York, New York. I love New York. Hey, this is going to my broadcast. Um, <laughs> so, um, what is a good time? Um, basically... Um, For me, the way I live my life, I believe that patterns are everything, right? Mm -hmm. oh, Jesus. The way I live my life, I believe that patterns are everything, right? Uh -huh. So basically, like, if you pay attention to the patterns and if it's reoccurring that his lack of attention is on you, it's like he's, like you're lacking his attention, then, you, then you'll know. I feel like that's the, that's the whole tale. That's the whole tale. That pattern just needs to reoccur. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and I feel like... Um... If he's ghost, maybe something two weeks is not is not that long. I don't think mm -hmm. it's that long. Maybe something has happened, so she give it a little bit, a, li a little bit longer to figure out if something's happened for him. But then if it does continue, then just ask him straight up, like, "What's going on? You're not on it anymore. Let me know so I'm not in this bag by myself or on this journey by myself and all up in my feelings by myself. Just let me know outright, and then we can keep it stepping. I know it's all about communication again, right? Um, and understand the ways that you can deal with, ways that you can accept, and ways that you want out of this interaction that you're having with a secondary person. Um, so it could be a, a case where maybe there's bereavement. Maybe he's just going through something. Maybe he does need space. Um, and don't really always listen to your friends. Yeah, they are guiding you, but maybe they're better. I wouldn't deal with this. I couldn't deal with this. And if you could deal with it, then that's your own, you know? So I feel like you should just weigh out, understand the person's temperament. If it is really foreign that he's not responding to you, then maybe something is really up and you should just like, wait to hear it out but if it is persistent and it becomes a consistent trait or consistent thing then you'd be like yo gee this is not what i signed up for peace out mm. i feel like girl you're one of those ones you're like girl listen let me tell you about this guy listen, <laughs> listen. if i know if claire's gonna hit her with the head wrap gemini energy she about to tell you her no i'm like look girl if, if he ain't with it if he, just leave. Up, if he acts up, I mean, okay, it's several things. Like, first of all, I feel like dating in itself needs like 
over communicate. Like I prefer over communication so that there's no gray areas. And so y'all are long distance. So it's like extra, extra um, communication, needed, you mm -hmm. know? And so, like I said, let's pay attention to patterns here. If y'all been talking every day for the past six months and now he is not, then like obviously something has changed. So ask him like, hey, I just want a status check. I feel like status checks are like the biggest part of like any relationship. And it, it doesn't seem like you guys are together, just, you know, dating. And so now is a good time to kind of like feel out how these conversations moving forward are, are going to go. But I mean, it seems like he's kind of proven himself for him to be the only one on your roster. But again, sis, you're single. So feel free, you know, once you have this conversation, if you don't get the answer you want, where number two at? Where's number three at? Like, let's let's start to get our options back just because he's obviously not serious about you if he's that quick to switch up the energy. And that's okay. Your feelings are going to be hurt. I've been in this position, sis. You're not alone. But um, you also owe it to yourself. You owe it to your heart to be valued and priority for somebody. And sometimes feelings change and it's going to suck. But, you know, just, just try to handle it like a big girl. And a big girl involves over communicating. And then whether you get the answer that you want or you don't want, uh, act accordingly from there. But we're not begging for no niggas time, no niggas attention, no niggas anything. So that's just that on that, period. I mean, take it easy. Don't be saying that we're not begging for no niggas time. You don't know. What? <laughs> well, I'm it, like, might be, I... it, might, it might be the time you need. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. Um, Okay, well, yeah, that's our last question for today. Um, again, we love having these conversations with you guys. We love giving you guys advice, sharing our wisdom. So feel free to send us any questions, stories, or anything that you guys want to talk about. Um, the email is cultureunfilteredshow at gmail.com. And I believe this is a wrap for this episode. We will see you guys next time. It's been real as always. Peace out from the Culture Unfiltered Squad. Yes, see you guys in the next one. Hopefully we won't have um, Ike's dog barking to you. <laughs> and we may just do a conspiracy theory edit. Let's do it. We, 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 we do, we, we do. Need to. I, I, that was I, I, so I, I, good, that, like my skin was the, like boiling. The, you people, know the people need that, the people need that. People <laughs> need that. <laughs> Love, yeah. Love, thank you for watching Bye. this one and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.